Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Sportsmanlike Conduct Podcast. This is your host, Brian Argot, and I'm here with producer Steve. And Steve, um, we have uh, sad news today. Uh, we have two things of kind of sad news, but first thing, uh, most likely the AL MVP, Shohei Otani. Um, he will not pitch the rest of the year. He exited um, Tuesday's game or uh, yesterday's game with an arm injury. Not um, completely exit, but he was taken off the mound and he um, played as a position player the rest of the, the game. Uh, or batted, I should say. And uh, his news came out today. He has a UCL tear in his uh, right elbow and he will need Tommy John surgery. Um, this is uh, a big loss. Um, yeah, just a lot of baseball sadness. Uh, best player we've ever seen probably there in Shohei Otani. I mean, just for what he does uh, on the, you know, on the mound and, you know, in the, just uh, what he does at the plate. It's just um, amazing. I mean, the guy has 40 plus home runs and we're not even in, in September yet. He's on place for 50 home runs. He intends to play the rest of the year. Um, I guess Steve, what is a, uh, what are your first reactions? Well, yeah, I mean, it's definitely sad. Uh, it's definitely, uh, I don't know. I, you know, I can't say that I, I didn't, I don't want to say I expected this, but it's like one of those things where a, a guy that plays, it, it's, plays like that, you know, he's a hitter, he's a pitcher. He, he definitely gives his all every single game. And, and it's and, just hard to hard not, to see a guy go down like that. And not that I expected it, but it's like you know, for that type of player to get injured is not uh, super uncommon. We see it a lot with some bigger names that we expect a lot out of. And yeah, I don't know, man. It's I, tough. Yeah, it's very tough. Um, tough for the Angels, but it seems like the most Angels thing to happen. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, no. I mean, like a month ago. Okay, let's let's go back a month. Um. They were at the deadline. What were they? Three games over 500, like um, right at the trade deadline, August 1st. So we go back less than a month. They've since just um, crumbled after trading for Giolito, going out and getting him, making some other trades, getting, you know, pretty much getting rid of what they have left of their farm system, at least. Um, instead of opting in to trade Shohei Otani and getting a boatload in return to rebuild for the future. Um, and then, so you fast forward now, they're way out of the wild card spot. Um, there, there is no end in sight for them. How many games back were they? So right they now? were at, on July 27th, they were five games over 500. And wow, now they are six games below 500. They are 10 and a half games behind a wild card spot. Um, yeah, of course, we know they're all, their season's done. But that's just how much is teetered in just over three and a half yeah, weeks. Not even a month. Yeah. Yeah. And um, not just uh, did they lose Shohei Otani yesterday, pretty much, but they lost uh, Mike Trout as well. Mike Trout went back to the IL as well. So, um, well, I mean, that, two of the biggest names in baseball. Like you said, I was going to say, like you just said a few seconds ago, if that's not the most Angels thing to happen, you get Mike Trout back and oh. then Otani gets hurt and then you send Mike Trout down again. It's like, oh my gosh. Oh. It's it's terrible. Well, I, I think Otani's on the IL, or um, well, maybe I guess not because he intends to keep batting, which I hope he reconsiders and just goes out and gets the Tommy John surgery. Because the, the best thing is not to wait another month and a half, you know, just to put up some more numbers. I know he wants to be out there on the field and showcase, but show hey, go out there get your get the surgery, man. I know you've done it once before back in twenty eighteen, 
this sucks. It's the second time in less than what seven seasons. It's not even sorry five seasons since uh, this has happened, and you know, uh, he'll you know. So what? Bryce Harper just had this injury. Yeah. Yep. And he um, came back early. He, he, he had, came back uh, like almost a year. About a month earlier. No, it was like so, they were expecting him in like July, but that was supposedly early. Oh, that's right. I mean, yeah, they were yeah. talking. You're right. Like he came back he, like two months. He could have been out this whole season, and he came back in May. So. No, no, I thought he was just out until July because I mean it's different, obviously for, um, you know, Otani. Well, he, being a no, pitcher and everything like, too, yeah. Yeah, right, they I weren't mean, planning. He on won't. Putting, he will not pitch. Yeah, he will not pitch again. They weren't planning on putting Harper back in the outfield anyway, by any means. Yeah. So yeah, because he's sense. at first base now. But yeah, he was expected in but, like July, at least after the All Star break, I think is what they had said. Yeah, and uh, he came back in May, the beginning of May. Well, I mean. Um, uh, again, so Tani guaranteed, almost pretty much guaranteed not to pitch at least until 2025. Um, obviously, a lot of things on the line here. Big contract for him. Uh, where is he going to go? It just seems like you kind of said pre-show. It's more inevitable that maybe the Angels will resign him. Yeah, I, I could just hope see not. That. I could see him now that this happened. I think the Angels will hang on to him. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're probably going to be willing now to be able to give him the most money. But we'll, we'll see, man. I, I still think, like, just his marketability alone, I still think another team like the Mariners or, like, the Dodgers or the Giants are like, yo, we don't care about that. Like, you know, we're just going to – maybe a team is just going to fork up and give him $500 million anyway. Like, look, I mean, let alone his pitching. The guy's probably the best the best hitter in baseball, man. Yeah. Like, let alone that. Like, the guy's eye at the plate is amazing. He has so much pop. Um. And I mean, like I said, we, we know he just does it all. So still, I, I still think that, I mean, the thing is, is like, he's not going to go out there and give you 30 starts. Like you, you cannot expect him, even when he comes back from two years from surgery to, to the mound. Um, obviously the competitiveness in him would want that, but you're not going to get, you're not going to, you know, want to do that with him. So I don't really know like how much more he'll pitch at like that high level. So Again, um, he's not young. He's not like 25. He's, you know, going to be, when that contract takes an effect, he'll be 30 years old, right? He is, yeah, I think he's 29, right? Yeah, July 5th is his yes. birthday. So he'll be 30 yeah, so be 20, yeah, next July. Next year. So he'll be 29 still, but yeah. be 30. So when he goes back to the mound, he'll be almost 31 years old, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, not not old, right? I mean, but still, like, I don't know, man. No, but to have two, two Tommy Johns, both say, with the Angels. Yeah, to have two Tommy Johns by 30 is... Bo- well, bo- both of the Angels, too. I mean, you, you got to kind of wonder, was this, uh, is this on the Angels? Is this on them as far as, like... Like a training, you know, training staff issue or, like, a... Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Like I mean, yeah. like, look, kind of look at it. Like, Trout's been excessively hurt. They have a lot of other injuries. Like, why do players keep getting hurt on the Angels? Not, like... Maybe I'm just singling them out. Maybe it's not just that because players get hurt on every team. Um, it just, I don't know. Do you trust their staff? That's uh, maybe I want to go over to the Dodgers staff. You know, Dodgers seem like they work with their pitchers well. Like, look what they're able to do with Lance Lynn. Look at what they were able to do with like Yarbrough and like pitchers in the past, like Rich Hill and all that. So it's like maybe, maybe he does go to the Dodgers. And, you know, as much as like he loves the Angels, probably, you know, it's like, Maybe um, next to, for him to be in Dodger Town instead of uh, out there in the OC. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, they are dealing with quite a few injuries. I'm looking at the list right now. I mean, oh man, they have tons of injuries. Yeah. Um, but but so I mean, just the fact that Trout keeps going back to the IL, like the guy just came off like less than like three days ago. Yeah, there's a couple. He's already back. A game or two. Yeah. So, um, again, man, so many implications here. Like we don't even know where to go from it. It's like, you know, should Otani play the rest of the year? Should he just opt in and get the surgery? Um, we, I think we could say that he has the AL MVP locked up. Um, the guy almost had a sub three ERA for the year. Yeah, it's crazy. Which is nuts. Um, so, I mean, like again, of course we're going to see this guy pitch again. Like how can we, how can we not like, he's one of the best pitchers in, in baseball. Plus he's, he's that type of baseball. attitude too. He, he has that type of drive and oh, he's yeah, going to yeah, want to pitch again. Absolutely. There's no doubt. Yeah, totally. You make you make a great point there. I um again, uh, just a lot of baseball sadness and everything like that. Like even though the like the, the Angels had no chance to make the playoffs anyway, it didn't really matter. Um, but still, yeah, it's just like I uh, yeah, don't really know. Like we lost Trout. Like this team, this team is going to be in such a disarray. And they lost for both years of those games yesterday too. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, just everything, man, with their bullpen, like just giving up leads, like the trades that they made never panned out the way they were. It's just, yeah, it's bad. Um, did you see that in the game? Ellie Dela Cruz poking at uh, Shohei yeah. Otani. He's like, "Are you <laughs> Are real? You real? <laughs> yeah, the, the unicorn or whatever, the golden unicorn or whatever." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was they, I think they interviewed him on like on the field or something at the end of the game, and he said something about that. He's like, "I just want to make sure he wasn't a unicorn or something." <laughs> That's funny. I like. Uh, I kind of like seeing that little fun action there. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. So Otani, um, I hope. Uh, well, I guess we'll find out more news later. Um, again, uh, second Tommy John most likely to come. Whether if it's this off season or pretty soon. Um, again, I hope he gets it done soon because, like uh, you said, he might as well just get it over with. I mean, why, yeah, well, why wait? I mean, I mean, yeah, you want to hit homers or whatever, but uh, I mean, your team's not well, going the, anywhere. The, it's not like you have playoff implications or anything like that. Exactly. Just get it done. Exactly. Yeah. And be healthy. I mean, when the, the next, as soon as you can. When, when Harper got it done, I mean, his team went to the World Series. Yeah. Like, you know, then he opted to get it. So it's like, right. you know, you're not even in that situation. Your team, I promise, is not going to the World exactly. Series for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah, just, just, uh, again, let alone like all that. It's like really a why you're, you're going to get the MVP. Um, do you want to break 50 home runs? Is it like a personal thing for you? Yeah. Does he want to savor his last moments on the angels? You know, just really trying to understand his motivation for putting out the surgery because, you know, just the quicker he's able to recover, the faster he's able to return to the mound and just, you know, to return to baseball in general, you know? Or maybe maybe they're less like, look, you know, you have five six months to return, you'll still be fine in free agency. Uh, again, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, I this team is going nowhere, I, so there's just the motivation. Right, he should just get it and get it done. Yeah, especially if he's yeah. going to be a free agent again. Like you said, you don't know where he's going to be. I mean, he could be a Dodger next year. He could be. We talked about yeah. a handful of teams. Uh, well, I mean, I, again, like. Of course, this really derails the $600 million question, right. but 
I still think he's gonna get four hundred million. Or even five hundred. They're saying, yeah, they're, they said five hundred might be in question. But again, it's you gotta uh, see how, and that's another reason I think that the Angels might just pick him back up. I still think he's gonna get five hundred million, man. You think? I just do. Yeah. I mean, dude, like just his ability at the plate, um, and when he comes back from to be a pitcher. So, it's so like, what's that like a ten cool. ten year deal? Um. I mean, yeah, just so a team spreads out the money. I mean, we'll we'll talk about another team that spread out the money from another pitcher here shortly. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I mean, I, I I still think he'll get five hundred million. I don't think he'll get six hundred like people were thinking. But because the thing is, don't forget, like you know, when he comes to your team, he is so marketable, like that he, he will bring that money back. Right. They were saying, I, I said it a few times already, a couple shows, but uh, yeah, they were saying like the merch. Just merch and ticket sales alone to have his name on that team. They make, I don't remember what the number was anymore, but it was like a solid 10 or 15 million or something every, every year. I I forget what the, what the number actually was, but they make quite a bit, quite a bit of money just having Otani as an angel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, here was, here was something the other day, which I kind of laughed at. Um, the sports business journal did a, did a good uh, little piece talking about the uh, Baltimore Orioles, um, uh, the Orioles, uh, Angel, the Angelos. Pretty so they're the um, the CEO and chairman. Um, recent warnings about the about how the franchise can't afford to keep players who could very well uh, form a baseball dynasty um, are not only only um, uh, ill timed but tiresome. So we're, yeah. And so this is like, kind of like, it's, it's kind of absurd when, you know, you hear teams like, you know, not making money from like their, their players and stuff like that. It's, it's really ridiculous. So like the, the Baltimore Orioles GM came out um, yesterday or the day before and, and pretty much said that um, they, they probably won't be able to afford guys like, you know, it's cause they're, they're raising ticket prices right now they're like the, the you know the the prices are too cheap so we got we got to raise the ticket prices to be able to afford these players how about Adley rushman gunner henderson guys who like are years away from being um you know being uh near the end of their service time it's like uh so they're pretty much saying all this stuff and uh they're so um angelos earlier earlier this week told new york times that their payroll considerations could impact the future makeup of the roster angelino's uh, sh- should be beaming with happiness. Orioles GM Mike Elias has assembled the best team in the American League on the, uh, the cheap one too. Their uh, payroll is like seventy million dollars. It's like twenty eighth in baseball. And um, again, like um, Mar- Maryland's offered to invest another six hundred million dollars into Camden Yards, which again I hate when cities and, and states whatever pay for. Right. Um, you know, franchises yards. I mean, this team has made money. This team tanked four years in a row to assemble this team. And when they were doing that, they were payrolls, absolutely lackluster. And they pocketed all that money. They made cash. Yeah. I mean, we talked about months ago, how, um, remember when the A's reverse, whatever the uh, reverse strike, when the the (laughs) the reverse boycott or the everybody. Yeah. The reverse boy. Yeah. Everybody showed up. And then the owner donated right. all the ticket sales. I, I forget how much it was. It was like eight hundred grand or something, right? Yeah, something because eight hundred thousand. So, j- yeah, can you can you find yeah. that out? I forget. It was it was somewhere around that number. Okay, 
So, you know, if you think that was one game and that was the ace of all teams, the Baltimore, I mean, God, they, they've been, they, their team is so excited. Like uh, their fan base is so excited about this team. I can't imagine the revenue that they're getting from each of their ticket sales. And I, I know their tickets are probably cheaper than what they were in years past, but to say you can't afford these guys, I mean, having that fan base, it's like, it's absolutely asinine. They're, this, this franchise has been raking in tens of millions of dollars every year, not paying it to the, the team, um, but keeping the money again. So uh, th- this is just an example of like what it means like to, you know, they're, they're banking off of guys like Gunnar Henderson and Adley Rushman. Like those guys are so marketable to that franchise. Imagine getting a player like Shohei Otani. Like, what kind of money is that going to bring? What kind of attraction is that guy going to bring to your franchise? Um, what kind of marketability on T-shirts, on stuff like that, on all that merchandise, are you going to earn? So it's just like that. That's where you could, you know, really make the money on or um, make the point on signing this guy for five hundred million dollars because what that guy is going to offer you is going to be far more than what you know than what any other player is just because of the name, the attraction and all that. And then plus he's the best player in baseball's best player. We're probably ever going to see in this game. Um, that's why you got to do it, man. That, that's why if you're a team, you talk yourself into it. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to be like this Orioles game where it's like you come out in the middle of a season where they're having a great year and say, Oh, we don't know if we could pay them. It's like, dude, your team's having a great year. The first in AL and wins, like they're having this awesome year. And now it's kind of overshadowed by this, you know, cheap, uh, owner come out and saying, Oh, we don't know if we can afford them. We got to raise our ticket prices. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. I mean, uh, so yeah. I found the A's thing. It was $800,000 in revenue and that was from 27,759 tickets. Wow. Um, so imagine if, if they mis- filled that stadium. I mean, I, I can't imagine that was full. Let's say Camden yards, um, Camden yards in the A's stadium max capacity. Yeah, the A Stadium. Camden Yards. Sorry. No, go ahead. Well, Camden Yards max capacity seating is forty-five thousand nine hundred seventy-one seats. The A's, the Oakland Coliseum, is sixty-three thousand. Uh, well, what a dump! So they didn't. Even, they had it like a third of the way full. So they could have raised yeah, so. two point four million. No. <laughs> no, seriously but, though. I mean, you real. make a good point. And it was it's all like, local charities that's how much too. Yeah, and that's how much they're, they're you know getting for these games. It's like. MLB owners are making tickets from games. I don't care what city or what franchise you're in. They're pulling in money, you know, because all, especially for like the A's, like those tickets are cheap. Uh, whatever you want to say, Baltimore Orioles tickets are cheap. Like um, they might not be as cheap as they were in the years past when you're trying to lose a hundred games. But you know what? It's like, you know, fi- finally, like, you know, the fan, give the fans what they deserve. You know, and talk about some, some of these guys when we return. Go ahead. You ready for this? So I, f- I found the, yeah. the thing I was talking about earlier. Uh, Otani, so it says, the exact figure is not known, and the Angels won't provide one, but Otani is said to annually generate somewhere in the low tens of millions of dollars of additional revenue for the team. And that that's per year? Per uh, Yep, per year, per season. Tens of million, low tens of millions, so we're talking maybe 10 to 15 million, call it. Uh, I knew I heard and 10, again. but um, yeah, every year. I. I mean, just to have the like, name. Look, the the, do- <laughs> the the Dodgers don't need to sell out any more tickets. I mean, no. they do just fine. No, no, they have but, the highest attendance um, in the league, I believe. 
I'm pretty sure. But imagine what um, Otani would do to like the Giants or yeah. to like, and the Giants have a good, great or fan to base a new too. Las Vegas A's. Yes, yeah, <laughs> um, Las Vegas A's wouldn't happen for a few more years. Yeah, yeah Dodgers and have their, the highest. Their owner average doesn't attendance. want to pay a player t- ten million. But like, uh, imagine like what that would do to the city of Seattle. Like, yeah, just, Seattle. And I mean, just alone again, you know, merchandise, take, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, it's just, it's just everything, man. Like, he, he'll be at least generating, you know, thirty. And Otani doesn't even do that much. Um, he doesn't even do that much, like in merchandise sales. He, they don't really use him in the market. No, he's just all. He over hasn't everything. made there in L.A. Exactly. <laughs> His face is everywhere. No. <laughs> His face is everywhere, yeah. but he he physically doesn't really right. market. He's, he doesn't really care to be in the limelight no. like that. So, so the maybe angel, that's another reason why he'll want to stay in LA. The Angels' average attendance is thirty three thousand and some change. Uh, Seattle's is thirty one. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll they'll definitely be boosting those. The Dodgers is for forty seven, sure. <laughs> so the Dodgers wow. have that one handy. Uh, yeah. What was the other team? I mean, they prove it, man. They they pay for it. they pay for their players. They pay for San Francisco's just under thirty one thousand. So yeah, I mean, holy crap, that would yeah yeah. So I would yeah th- those whether if he's on the mound or he's at the plate, he will they will be rising. Check this out: Baltimore's average attendance is twenty two nine, and that's twenty second in the league out of thirty teams. Is that current to this year or to that's, this last year? This year. Wow. I guarantee that's had to at least gone up over the month, like uh, the months. Absolutely, like I would think. Yeah, like from June, July to August to even going to September as they're approaching the playoffs because the team is freaking good, man. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm surprised um, that they're so low. Yeah. Well, um, enough uh, for more sad news there, or um, the the most amount of sad news we're gonna have. I guess a little bit more sad news, but this was kind of inev- inevitable. Uh, Nationals pitcher Steven Strasburg reportedly set to retire after complications from the injury. He had the thoracic uh, shoulder syndrome. Oh, sorry, outlet syndrome. This is the same kind of thing that um, the same injury that uh, Matt Harvey had, where he can never quite possibly figure it out. Um, except you know, I, I guess Strasburg did figure it out. He pitched. Um, he he did what he needed to do. Got him to a World Series and won. You know, won it. I mean, it was a whole team effort, but. He was the best pitcher in, in the the World Series. Um, in the postseason, he was just outright dominant. And, um, over his career, in the postseason, he he threw a total of fifty five point one innings and had an ERA of one point four six. The Nationals had uh, an ultimate decision to make. It was either to sign him or to sign Anthony Rendon. And guess what? Both guys would probably be retiring today. <laughs> Rendon's not retiring, but. <laughs> It's like he out as well. So that guy's been hurt pretty much besides, I think, one season of his Angels career. Um, he's been an absolute disappointment for his uh, contract. I, I think it's actually the same contract. Um, I think he signed a seven-year 245. Can you check on that, uh, Rendon? Yeah. Um, but And I, I think I think, that's a, I think that's a case. But um, anyways, Strasburg retiring. Uh, he was, you know, remember back in 2009 at San Diego State. Um, he was the number one overall pick. Um, he was one of the most hyped uh, pitching prospects coming out of um, uh, out of school in general. Uh, the Nationals took him number one. I think he was their first number one overall pick, right? He was the number one pick, form. yeah. He was like yeah, the most – I mean, they're saying – I was reading a couple articles. They're saying he was the most – like the highest prospect in the past, you know, 25, 30 years or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, uh, no, I definitely remember it was like him and Harper. Him and Harper. What? What? Uh, real quick. What Rendon contract am I looking at? Uh, with the Nationals. Uh, Anthony Rendon. Yeah. No. 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 Or with uh, the Angels. With the Angels. Yeah. yeah right. Angels. So that was 2020. Uh, it was a seven-year, 245 million dollar deal. So they signed the exact same contract, yeah. which is funny. So, again, the the Nationals weren't going to pay both. They decided ultimately to sign Strasburg, and then you know, I think like five days later, Rendon signed with the Angels. Um, again, um, both have not really kind of lived lived up to their expectations. Um, again, it's like the most Angels thing happen. You know, they get a really yeah. they get a guy who's a MVP caliber player in Rendon, and you know, just never lives up to it. Um, and, uh, but you know, back, back to, uh, Strasburg, um, I mean, it, it sucks, obviously like, um, it sucks even more for the nationals because, um, this was reported from Bob Nightingale. They'll continue to pay him 35 million million annually through 2026 with about 11.4 million, uh, deferred each year. Uh, he then will receive 26.6 million in 2027. 2028 and 2029 in his owed uh, owned deferred payments. This contract was not insured, leaving the Nationals on the hook for the entirety of the contract. So, and I just I was doing a little research earlier. We were talking pre-show, and yeah. uh, with his 12-year career plus those deferred payments that you just mentioned, he will have made uh-huh. an estimated 351 million dollars in his career. Wow. Um. Not too shabby. Not too shabby at all, man. Oh my god! I mean, uh, again, you know, they—they, they, I think they the first contract they gave him was like 175 million. He opted out, and then got this big, massive contract. He got the huge one, yeah. Um, but man, oh. And what do we say? Um, He's pitched 528 pitches since he signed that seven-year deal. And we said that's uh, about yes, a half million dollars 31, a pitch. <laughs> yeah, he's thrown 31.1 innings since all that. So it's like. Oh man, just um, that's almost ten million uh, in inning, really man. Bad. Oh my god, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, it's he's only made thirty or more starts in just three times in his thirteen-year career. Um, I, I mean, I can't say he's an absolute disappointment because obviously he, he's, I think he won Rookie of the Year, and he's a World Series um, MVP and all that. World I mean, Series, yeah, yeah, World Series MVP, number one pick. Um, three-time all-star, um, yeah, I, um, again, um, does the, you know, injuries throughout his career, um, I forget what year it was, he had the, he had Tommy John at one point too, I think, right? In 2012, um, yeah. Yeah, 2012 had Tommy John, um, yeah, And so, his first, I mean, his first career start, he struck out 14. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. And then had Tommy John's later that year. Oh, no, it was 2010 he had the Tommy John's. He came back okay, in 2012, so. yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah, that, that makes more sense. But, yeah, man. Um, so, I mean, a good career. Definitely won't be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, who needs to be in the Hall of Fame when you got you made over $350 million? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but uh, I guess it's good to say that, you know, Strasburg is now – retired um i don't you know it's like it's just like if you're the nationals man it's like damn i mean we're gonna pay all this money it's like dude i'm not gonna retire i mean i'm gonna try to make you come back but it's like then again especially when well four especially when you're you have the same record as your new york mets do right now 
Oh, dude. I mean, uh, he's he's obviously not healthy to come back at all this year. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Um, but uh, no, the, the, well, the Nationals took through two or three from the Yankees, dude. So uh-huh. I don't know what New York team has been a bigger disappointment. My Mets or the Yankees. Um, I mean, I, they're both they're both up there. They both had really high expectations. So, um, but yeah, um, man. Any anyways, dude. Um, uh, you know, sayonara to Steven Strasburg again. Yeah. Um, maybe he'll come back one day. So it's whatever, a lot of money still owed to him. And, uh, just sucks to, you know, see a picture of his caliber leave. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like we said, mainly, uh, his playoff performance was his, you know, his kind of uh gem in his career, yeah. but, uh, he's only 35. I mean, he could have had another four or five years in him. Uh, had he at least a couple, two, three, four years, yeah. you know, had he not had this injury? Well, I mean, again, man, like I'm not like with the angels, it's just, or sorry, with the, the nationals, it's, um, you know, it's not like they're competing right now. No. Like they're yeah, it, for, for them. It's maybe just, you know, the best thing because they saw that what happened with like Matt Harvey, but like, look, this isn't going to happen. Um, obviously his condition was worse because he's obviously only pitched 31 innings in four years. So, yeah. um, not, not good enough, not good for them at all. Uh, let's, uh, let's close the book on uh Strasburg. Let's uh, talk about the Yankees. They, um, you know, after losing nine in a row, um, they finally won one yesterday. Uh, judge hit three bombs. It took three bombs from judge to win. Um, they lost again today, though. Judge homered again today. He had four home runs in this two game span. Um, yeah, it was his but, first career three home run game, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep, it was. Um, but man, even still, it's like, uh, you know, I think I think Yankees fans are ready to close the page on the Yankees for this year. Uh, <laughs> we, I, I think we can say they're they're buried. They're 17 and a half games, uh, behind for the division and. They are now ten games out of the wild card. That's crazy. And oh. the next team is the Red Sox. That's three and a half out. Yeah, that's um, that so we could say goodnight to the Yankees, yeah. um, because they are not going to run the table and um, win what twenty games in a row. Even if they did, they're five games under yeah. five hundred. That's crazy. Yeah, um, set to have their first losing season since nineteen ninety two. Um, yeah, I mean, again, uh, Judge. Almost uh, having thirty home runs. I wonder if what he what what the season for them would have been like if he never got hurt. He hadn't gotten hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That is kind of when it started falling apart, like we talked about last show. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Other other thing, the, the Astros got their got their uh, tail blown off. Yeah, it was the worst, the Red Sox. most runs uh, that they lost by in team history, I think, as well. Wow. Well, I mean, well, the Red Sox. Deficit. The Red Sox took two out of three. Yeah, I get I get notifications for the Red Sox and like scoring notifications, and it was like <laughs> that whole game. It was like run after run after run after. I kept getting notifications. It was kind of funny. It's it's crazy. Yeah, this, there was eleven zero after three innings. Yeah, so. they just kept going. Uh, I mean, yeah. Um, well, I mean, like, uh, you know, I mean the the Red Sox took uh, they they evened it out. It was a two two. Um, and I mean, just in general, hits. like. Yeah, JP France, uh, one of their the guys that they are hoping um, to kind of lead them into the postseason. It's, I 
you know, just the, the Astros, they have not, they've, they've looked good at certain points in the season, but uh, they're, they're pitching. Um, they're lucky they got Verlander back. Um, but I, I just sort of wonder um, what is the, going to be the strong suit of the Astros going into the postseason. You know, that that's the one thing for them. Um, like they got Altuve back, Altuve's hitting. I, th- I think their offense will be fine, but um, it's their pitching. I think they got to really worry about. Yeah, JP pitched. Christian Javier. Oh, good. I was going to say JP pitched two and a third with 11 hits and 10 earned runs. Yeah, he hasn't looked good. Javier hasn't looked good almost all year. Um, he, there were a guy hoping he could probably fill in to be that second starter role. Um, they still do, of course, have Framber Valdez and man, Verlander. Yeah. Um, but Verlander, again, in the postseason, he could sometimes turn into a pumpkin. Um, so it just, uh, w- with them, it's like af- after those two guys, like what are you going to get? Hunter Brown hasn't been who they thought they kind of were going to get. So, um, and I don't think their bullpen has been as good as they were since last year. So um, they've, ob- they've obviously had a pitch in um, a little bit heavier since their rotation hasn't been as deep this year either. So. Just just a little just a little bit there for them to watch. Um, let's see here. One more thing I wanted to go over. There. Oh yeah, the Dodgers they clean um, they clean house uh, today. A doubleheader against the uh, Cleveland Guardians. They won both games. Mookie Betts went five for five in one of them. Um, he got like four singles and or sorry, uh, three singles and two doubles. Yeah, you saw you saw that first game was like they stopped. And then they resumed it. It was like three to one or something. They they picked it back up today. It, yeah, they yeah, the game yeah, last they stopped night. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Dodgers were really upset. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what do you mean you're gonna stop this game? <laughs> but uh, I mean, they eventually end up winning. Um, but yeah, it still kind of screws with like the starting pitching and yeah, and the bullpen. So I guess I understand why they got a little upset with it. Um, but yeah, man, they're not a whole lot of other stuff to really get to. Um, you know, just again, well, Otani decided to get surgery. Um, th- this weekend we have a lot of good games, um, coming in to play. We have a let's see, we got the Red Sox and Dodgers, um, uh, coming going into Boston. We got the uh, let's see, I mean, Tor- uh, Toronto Gardner. Cleveland's a pretty important series for those two teams. Yeah, well, I think I think uh, you can say goodbye to Cleveland, and I wonder if this is gonna be Terry Francona's last year too. Yeah, uh, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, I think his contract's up, so um, that's a guy who's dealt with a lot of health concerns of his own as of lately. So um, might might be enough for him. There's and I actually lied. There there are not a lot of good games. No, going there's this, not uh, really too much weekend. going on this weekend. Uh, Texas and Texas the Twins. The twins. Yeah, Cincinnati, Arizona. And that's a good series. Yeah, those are probably like the. Only ones worth, oh, I guess the Braves, Braves and Giants, Giants too. Yeah. And maybe the Padres Man. and the Brewers. The God, the Giants have been going up against a bunch of juggernauts lately. Um, yeah, and they've been holding their own too. Yeah. What, what, um, I mean, yeah. They took one from the Phillies. It looks like they took, they lost two or three from the Braves. They lost two or three from the Rays. They lost two or three from Texas. They lost two or three to the Angels. <laughs> I mean, man, it's like but that's a tough dude, stretch right there. It really is. I mean, your guys' series was really tough. I mean, they they ended up splitting it with you guys, right? 
Wait, no. No, we won. Uh, we won they, two or three. The first game was yeah. like, the first game was great. The second game was pretty close, and then last night it was like. Well, they 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 had the lead, and then yeah, and then Harper they signed Paul DeYoung. Yeah, they did, and he made it. He played his first game, and I think he went like three for five or something in his first start with them. Um, yeah, they claimed him off of um off of the uh, waivers from from the Blue Jays, uh, Toronto. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was funny. I saw him. I saw him go up to bat. I was like, oh no way. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Harper had a three run homer to tie the game in the bottom of the ninth, which was awesome. And then yeah, yeah, yeah and I then saw, the Phils let, let up three in the top of the tenth, and and only got one back. Um, it was tough, but yes, I mean San Francisco looks pretty good. I mean they're not like lighting the world on fire, but they look pretty good. Yeah, I mean, dude, they're doing it like they did two years ago with a bunch of just guys and plugging away and a great bullpen, man. Yeah, oh, um, their bullpen's awesome. Their closer, their one closer, I forget uh, his name. The wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wall. Yeah. That guy's yeah, awesome. The wall. That is amazing. Um. Yeah, man, I uh, I I don't know the the whole the whole NL is kind of wide open as far as like the wild card goes. Yeah. Um, this, you know, I think I think we're going to see this flip flop a little bit more as we go into it. Um, let's see here. Sorry, I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, next so, couple weeks. I mean, you got you got how many teams? You got six teams within like five games of each other. Yeah, so right now we have the the so the 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 Reds and Chicago are now tied. Uh, I think it, two days ago the Reds were like a game and a half behind Chicago, uh, the Cubbies. Um, then you have half a game back are the Giants and the Diamondbacks. Um, so it's just like man, it keeps flip flopping. The Gi- uh, the the Phillies keep you know trying to build that little lead there. Yeah, the Cubs. Because- the Cubs have been. The Cubs were like down where the Padres are on this list a few, like maybe a week and yeah. a half ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, they've been I had the All Star break, we didn't even kind of count them in, but man, yeah. they've uh, they definitely excelled. Um, Miami's reeled a lot. Yeah, you know, they're they're just hovering hovering over five hundred sixty-five and sixty-three. Um, damn, you know, man, I I thought the Padres were going to be able to do it. I I thought they were going to be able to make a comeback and. Um, I mean, they still can. Still they still possible, can. I, but I'm not going to count them out. Yeah. They're not what the Yankees are. ESPN has the Padres at a 10.1% chance of making the playoffs. That's higher than the Yankees. That's much higher than the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. um, Yankees are up to 0.2, though. They were at 0.1. No, it was 0.5 the other day. They're down to 0.2%. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh Man, that's a, it's gonna be a nail biter at the end. You have it five is. teams within a game and a half of each other. Yeah. So, and then if you count your Phillies, um, I don't. I don't. The Reds could still catch Milwaukee too. The other, you, so the Phillies are not catching the Braves, and no one else is catching. Nobody's the Dodgers catching the Dodgers, division. but you're right. Yeah, Chicago yeah. could make a push against Milwaukee. Well, so same with the, well, same with the Cincinnati. And Cincinnati, Cincinnati yeah. has a. They have a that whole division, yeah. One more in the win column than uh, the Cubbies. Yep. But yeah, um, we'll see. Oh, man, so so much to get, like over this weekend, like some of that's in a flip flop, man. Because you just um, with with some of these teams, man, it's just uh, it's always interesting. You guys are going up against the Cardinals. They're no pushover. By the way, for this Cardinals season, I, I was just I was uh, listening the other day to Baseball Today with uh, Buster Olney, and this is the worst Cardinal season since 1919. It's on pace for wow, it almost 100 wow, that's years, crazy. Over 100 years, yeah, it's nuts. 
Especially I with mean, the, the names that they have on their team, too. I mean, look, going up and down their yeah. lineup, it's like they don't have a bad team. They, it's just their pitching and I guess the um, management at this point. I don't know. Guys just aren't hitting. It, it, well, no, it was it was their pitching the whole year. Yeah. Like, they're, you know, they had they had good guys, but they just didn't have, like, great pitching going into it. And, and they were depending, you know, they went into this year depending on, you know, on older on pitching. Goldie and Arenado, too. <laughs> yeah. Who've been but, doing okay, but... but so those guys that Arenado's had a good year, yeah. you know, um, but with the other guys, it's hasn't been been that case, man. No. Um, I think Arenado has over thirty. Goldschmidt definitely regressed from his MVP year, but still, still a good, you know, player. Yeah, it's, they're not they're not batting terribly. It's just the no. it's their pitching really. Yeah, Goldschmidt's batting two seventy eight. Arenado batting at two eighty three. The best hitters on their team besides uh. Uh, Palacios, yeah, that that seems uh, definitely underachieved. Yeah, big time. Yeah, I mean, who would have thought that we would uh, have been saying that last year they were in a playoff hunt, and this year we're talking about them being in last place. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, again, their worst record in almost uh, over a hundred years. But um, yeah, man, um, I don't think we got more any more really to to talk about. Um, I think uh, we'll we'll come back again on here either Sunday or Monday. We'll talk a little bit more extensively. On this, and uh, I hope you guys all enjoy this episode of the podcast. Anything else before we go here, Steve? I was just going to toss one thing out. The Mets uh, are going to retire Dwight Gooden and Daryl Strawberry's numbers next season. Yeah, I thought I, that was cool. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's pretty that's neat. That's their last um, World Series in 86. So. Should have been retired Strawberry there and Gooden. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think there was just like the the drug stuff probably, you know, was what held them up yeah. for all this time. Definitely. But um, yeah, two guys who but very meaningful to the franchise, so... I have a lot to do with it, so yeah. Um, all right, man. All, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys all next week here uh, on the Sports My Conduct podcast. I'm your host, Brian Argot, and I'm uh, here with producer Steve. I'll see you guys all next week.